Nightmares Podcast. I'm Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-ghost, Jessica. What's your last name? Butthole. Oh, Butthole. <laughs> um, we have a very special guest. First time. Is this your first time on a podcast? This is actually not my first time on a well, podcast. I used to la la. have a podcast. What was it called? Uh, it was called What Is This Podcast About? <laughs> <laughs> and it uh, was about a different topic every episode. Oh, cool. Yeah. Sounds perfect. So I guess we should say your name. Did you yeah, want to say it? I guess. Or you could say it. Want to say it? No. Mm, shit. <laughs> this is Lee Eldridge. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the podcast. Thank a you cool for person, me. lots of different interests. Yeah, I do a lot of different things. I guess primarily you could say I am a, well, I'm trying to be a photographer again and a beer person. Yeah, you're both of those things. Yeah. Yeah. You're also good at makeup. I have done a makeup certificate at Blanche McDonald's that I'm currently doing nothing with except for putting makeup on my own face. Yeah, I like your Instagram a lot. That's you. You're doing more than I am with makeup. <laughs> I am putting it on my own face, but some days I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> and you're also boxing? Yes. Um, last year and this year, I've been boxing with Eastside Boxing Club uh, for an event called Beer Wars. <laughs> and uh, it's local people from local breweries or sponsored by local breweries who are uh, boxing for charity. That's and so we cool. Train for like two to four months. Do you hit people? Yes. Oh, that must have been weird the first time. It was, I cried. Yeah. I cried like a lot. The coaches were actually worried about me for a while. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And so did you just get involved because you wanted to try it and you wanted to help this charity or? Uh, Pretty much. Yeah. Um, You weren't previously boxing. No, I've done a little (laughs) bit of kickboxing before, like in high school. Um, I took Krav Maga for two months. Who is he? Yeah, is that like a MacGyver show? Uh, it is. Cromacraw! <laughs> I imagine it's like an old sailor, but also a MacGyver guy. The graph, the crime dog. Oh, yeah. Crime dog. It's, it's I'm Cromacraw, um, crime dog. It's the uh, martial art designed by McGruff the crime dog. Oh, oh no, it's not. You wear no. a trench coat and a fedora. Yeah, and you hit people with the fedora, and it has um, a ninja star? Yeah, a ninja star in it. <laughs> I like this. I like this. So sign me up. But I'd, I'd never boxed before and I'd never hit a person before. I'd never been hit before. But yeah. you probably imagined what it would be like. What was more person. shocking? Uh, being hit? I've been punched in the face before, so we can talk about that in a more second. More but... shocking and more intense was being hit and having to get out of the way and try to block punches. Oh, wow. Yeah. And try to think about what I'm also trying to do at the same time and try to throw punches and not just curl into a ball on the floor. Yeah. Because you, you're not supposed instinct. to do that. <laughs> I yeah. feel like boxing is kind of like a calling. Like you want to hit people and get hit in the face at the same time. I mean, I've watched like at least one documentary about <laughs> a famous boxer. I feel like I know. Was it Rocky? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched five one, documentaries <laughs> about a boxer. Um, Rocky. Yeah. I really enjoy it once I got past the crying part of it um that's how i feel about a lot of stuff (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's sex (laughs) uh funerals it's not so bad in general (laughs) everyone's everyone's dressed up uh (laughs) just me no okay yeah uh so yeah that's why i started doing it again this year and uh also the fitness aspect of it is great because i don't I, i like being able to go to the gym and like work out super hard for an hour yeah. And then that's my workout. That sounds great. 
do like and it's also I think for me it's better for me than yoga because I get into my own head uh, too much with yoga but if I am being punched in the face and have to stop that from happening. <laughs> you kind of have to be present sure. to be in the moment. Also, no one notices if you fart probably when you're boxing. That's true. Yeah. 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 You just probably think it's the sound of something being hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your or butt cheeks with some gas. It's, it's, it could be a good way to uh, get your opponent not to be around you. Yeah. Just be really smelly. Yeah. Yeah. Or slippery or gross. So Or all of the the above probably yeah. by the end of it right yeah for sure yeah totally how long gross. is a boxing ma- oh yeah it depends no boxing matches are the same like the really time. short it, it depends okay. um what we did last year was three two-minute rounds okay so you're in the ring for two minutes uh you have a minute to rest and you wear headgear and stuff right yeah most of us do but some people go like bare, some people, bareback it yeah fully <laughs> well i mean some of the guys also weren't wearing shirts so when is this event uh april 29th it's no, at the croatian there. cultural center <laughs> i will great. plug this again later shirtless um <laughs> there are some very attractive uh male boxers alicia you should come <laughs> yeah Rocky oh i will Balboa. <laughs> i've made like, so many hilarious dirty jokes and neither of you have picked up on any of it <laughs> What's wrong with you, virgins? Okay, I want to know why you got hit in the face, punched in the face. Yeah. Oh, I got into a fist fight with Michael Wunderlich in high school, and uh, we punched each other in the face. It hurts. That... It doesn't hurt at first. No? No, it's weird. It was like, a sh- it was shocking. Did you get a black eye? No, and I grew up, like, my brother and I were really scrappy with each other, so I never really backed down from physical fights as a kid. Mm-hmm. In fact, I might have instigated a few. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was uh, not afraid to get into a fight with people. Now I am. Now I'm like, oh, that seems like a horrible idea. See, I'm the opposite now. I'm like, oh, let me at him. Put him up. Put him up. I've never done that. Also, that's not the way to box. Yeah, you're like, oh, very old-fashioned there. Oh, yeah. Fashion, you have to have tall socks. You have to have your hands the other way, I actually. can loan you some socks. Mm. Socks? Yeah. Tall socks. Sock boxing? Yeah. Sock. Did sock. you say you need tall socks to box? For the old-fashioned, like, yeah, Conan O'Brien style. Yeah, and I said I have some old, old socks for yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you said I want to do socks. Some old socks. I want to do socks. I wink, wink. <laughs> I want to do socks to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, I was having socks. And then you're like, sex is what you think, but I was just organizing my socks. No, that's I do that more often. <laughs> Much more often. It's also more satisfying. So, Lee, this is a podcast where there is a theme. Mm-hmm. Um, boxing. Boxing. That's why I'm on it, right? Boxing. Yeah. yeah. Foxy um, boxing. But I know you've had a lot of customer service jobs. I have. And uh, had a few. Any nightmares for us? Oh, um, well, I actually, uh, I thought of three. So there's, it's basically like the funny, the gross, and the really bad. Oh, in that order. In no, that order. maybe the really bad. Ladies' choice. You can just do whatever you like, actually. Okay. It's technically your podcast. Yes. Yeah. This is my podcast. Now. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thank you for coming on my podcast, ladies. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, oh, I might as well start with the worst of the worst. Sure. Um, so I used to work at a brewery in Vancouver yeah. uh, called Parallel 49. Uh-huh. Heard I of it. I have no animosity about leaving there, um, okay. so I don't mind. And also, this isn't anything to do with the actual company. This no. has to do with a customer. For sure. So most of the, I worked in the tasting room as a, basically a bartender and, uh, sorry, my heart got started beating really sure. fast because this was an intense story. Um, oh, take your time. Flashbacks. Uh, so most of the people who worked out front were female yeah. and this is going to be important because it was me and another female coworker who were working that day. 
And it must have been a, a weekday because it uh, wasn't very busy for most of our shift. And we had the closing shift. And we don't close. We closed at 11. Perfect. So like fairly early for a bar. Mm-hmm. And so last call would be at 1030. And there was we had a kind of an L-shaped bar. So there was two guys sitting on the short part of the L. And we'd just been chatting, and they were super nice. And there was a younger fellow sitting um, kind of around the corner from them. Okay. And super young. I ID'd him. He was like 20. And he seemed really super quiet. Right. But kind of off. Right. Just like staring at his beer and like had ordered a couple of beers. And uh, my coworker and I, we were keeping track of like what everyone was drinking and the guys on the end of the bar we were chatting with um, had had a, I think they actually had more to drink than him, but he may have come in having had yeah, more to drink. Sure. Not sure. Um, so it was getting towards last call, but it wasn't quite last call yet. And the guys on the end of the bar were like looking at this guy and we're looking at this guy and he's like swaying in his seat. Uh-oh. Okay. And so um, we agree that we're going to cut him off if he asks for another drink. So he like makes eye contact. I walk over. And he orders another beer. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, it's almost last call and um, we have to cut you off. And this kid who has been super quiet all night just explodes and starts yelling at me and calls me a misandrist. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, clearly. (laughs) Clearly. Clearly I cut him off because I hate men. Yeah. Is that uh, proof that he he has had too much or proof that he's not had enough i don't know uh <laughs> to say such a big word yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean maybe he wasn't that drunk but if you're swaying and staring at your beer like any bartender is gonna probably cut you off oh yeah oh yeah because you are legally responsible yeah yeah, yeah you can be fined a lot if somebody goes out and drives a car or whatever and i don't even remember anything else he said because as soon as he like starts yelling at me and calls me a misandrist like my vision went red and i was just like okay i cannot deal with this guy anymore and uh kirsten my coworker, came over and she's usually the one who will yell at people yeah and i love her for that she's like has no filter and she's super wonderful for dealing with customers who are shitty yeah and she was just like we're just doing our job we we have to cut you off and he's like blah blah, blah, blah like women and you you just hate men and like yeah, of course. And we're both <laughs> like you know what no like you can go now pay your bill you're done and when he finally like he marches over to the till and pays his bill and Kirsten takes care of it and he, how much did he tip? Nothing. <laughs> Just kidding. Of course. <laughs> and he left a twenty dollar tip and we were fine. No, no, he obviously <laughs> tipped nothing. And we just like look over at the two guys at the end of the bar and they're just like heads in their hands, just like, Oh my god, what did we just witness? Life. Yep. Yeah. And uh, fortunately, they left us a pretty nice tip and we were super sweet about it. Yeah. The universe balances out. Yeah. It's crazy when you think of something that was really upsetting that you can still kind of be in that Mm -hmm. moment. Like there's a few uh, retail nightmares where I still feel it (laughs) (laughs) in the background after you told that really stressful story. You can see Hank is eating one of my shoes. (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, I just want to make you feel better. He can put his whole face into it. Yeah. We'll just let him do that. Yeah. It's his thing. Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? Yeah, it happened today. 
Oh boy. I had Fresh. to go to I had to go to an electronics supply store. So like the type of store that you'd go to if uh you want to build your own computer, that sort of thing. Oh. Uh, so I went to one and it was actually really cool. It seemed like everyone who worked there were, were hackers and <laughs> uh, a guy helped me who was younger and he had green hair and he, oh, you know, serial killer. <laughs> I don't, I feel like his name was probably like Caleb, but with like spelled with a number. Oh, <laughs> the A's a four. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's like cyber goth, right? I don't yeah. know. Um, he, <laughs> I just keep seeing green different numbers. <laughs> no dreadlocks, just nice, nice green hair. And he came, he asked me if I needed help and was super helpful. They didn't have what I needed in stock. And he directed me to another store, which was the next city over, but only like four blocks away. Right. So very helpful, told me that the people would be able to help me at that other store. So I went to, so he was not the nightmare. He was a little dream. A little uh, cyber, uh, cyber hacker nerd dream man, uh, and then I went to this other store, which was giant. And both of these places were in like business parks. Totally not the type <laughs> of place you would expect a retail store to be. Right, and no sort of big signage or anything like that. So I walk into this other one, and it's three times as big and much more sort of glossy looking. Like these are the guys who would probably beat up the other guys. Right. They're like the jock cops. Yeah. They're like they're programmers. They're, yeah. They're the programmers who like work for the government. Whereas right. the other ones are the one hacking into the uh, mainframe. But they all could be working together to solve horrendous crimes. To like draw pictures of Dana Scully naked probably <laughs> uh, with, with like ones and zeros. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I walk in there and I spent a really long time looking for what I was looking for and no one offered to help me at all. And then as soon as I tried to get help, two men then started competing with one another to try and help me and they both started doing the exact same thing and they were on two... Like they were doing like that improv thing where they try and guess what the next one's going to say. Oh, I wish. (laughs) That would have been great. Okay. Uh, No, they were not that funny. And I just sort of stood there. Well, both of them took a computer terminal and looked up the same sort of uh, (laughs) product number. And I was like, "Uh, you're both... Why is this? And it was just very obvious that I, I guess maybe they don't get a lot of women coming into this place and they don't really know how to socialize. Yeah, they with- don't get a lot of women coming. They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, racing yeah. to win you. Is I guess. I mean, both of them failed because they didn't have the product that I needed. Uh, <laughs> it was a 4-40 nylon hex nut. What's that for? It was for Jay. It's like, why would I want something from there? <laughs> I'm a pretty lady. <laughs> uh, no, it was for one of Jay's recording equipment things that broke. And he he decided that he was going to order it online and it was going to cost him $20. And I was like, I will drive to the store for you. Right. It is not worth $20 to ship a tiny piece of plastic. Uh, but maybe it is because those guys were really weird and there was also cameras on me. So there was like a four panel thing of cameras oh, with me could you on see it? your image. Yeah. That's awful. It was, I mean, it was there probably, but just it also to... sounds like you accidentally walked into a CBS show. <laughs> it, yeah, it did. It felt, it just felt like uh, dad's on Fox actually. <laughs> I guess it's just called dad's, but it was on Fox. 
If anyone doesn't know about that show, got <laughs> canceled. No idea. Starred Seth Green, Martin Mull, Giovanni Ribisi, and then another dad. Oh my gosh. Remember I, that one? I remember hearing about it. Former guest Tom Whalen made a video <laughs> uh, about how great that show was, and he made a song. And then when the show was canceled, he made a like a memorial video. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it was a very emotional acoustic guitar tribute. The video was like a candle burning in the darkness. <laughs> we and, should post it. Oh yeah, it's I mean, Chex Maniac is the YouTube account. It's it's great. Uh anyway, how did I get here? <laughs> What's your retail nightmare, Alicia? Did I tell the WestJet story? Uh, about the lady being really nice? No. No. There's a new one. Uh oh. For the listener, I I wrote a famous Alicia Tobin letter after the incident. But I was uh coming back from Winnipeg. And my flight was delayed for over two hours. Uh-oh. And so I was at the airport for almost five hours before my flight mm. left. And I get on and I'm tired. Like I've been, you know, it was a bigger week in my life. And the first thing that happens is there's a young man. And I think that he may have had trouble guessing that the way his behavior affected other people, but he kept touching me when I was trying to board. Not touching, touch, not touching me. <laughs> touching me, my pussy. <laughs> he was just kept bumping into me and bumping into me, bumping into me. And I was like, I finally turned around. I was like, don't touch me anymore, please. So I sat down and then he started, I'm a nervous flyer, but I've got it. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a thing in Calgary where I got really sick on a flight. So I was a little bit nervous this time. And this young man was opening and closing his tray beside me repeatedly. Wait, the same guy who was touching you? Yeah. So he just kept opening opening it. And I don't know how to say it in English. And closing it. Opening and closing it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. And um, he was doing other things too, which make me nervous, which is like doing things you're not supposed to do before a flight takes off, like taking his bag out and taking things out from the overhead. Mm-hmm. And all of that stuff will kind of make me a bit more anxious. And he's probably just doing it because that's his way of coping. Nervous behavior. Absolutely. And, and I finally like fi- like figured that out. Instead of being an asshole, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy is having some trouble as well. Um, and then we had one of the flight attendant people that is also at an open mic. WestJet has this kind of like, we're going to joke around with people. Ooh. And it usually goes well, but it did not go well. He made a joke. Like, we've already been waiting for two hours. And you're leaving a comedy festival. <laughs> leaving a comedy festival filled with extremely talented comedians. And he made a joke right off the bat that if we didn't like the service, we were welcome to use the exits while we were in air. Mm. And um, he made a joke that if we couldn't find the bathroom, we could follow the smell. He made a joke about his ex-girlfriend being dumb. He made a couple of other jokes. And like he was not reading the crowd. The that flight is, was like pretty full. That's definitely letter writing material. Yeah. Yeah. And it went on. And nobody was laughing. And the, you know how the plane gets when you're sitting on the tarmac? Like there's no air moving. Nothing's happening. There's no food on this flight. There's like they don't offer us a free drink for being late. Um, and also like if you keep people waiting for that long, maybe be a bit more gracious. But the jokes were making me more nervous uh, <laughs> yeah. because uh, I don't love flying. I lost a family member in a plane crash. Like all of the stuff is like there. And I'm also fucking tired of waiting in the Winnipeg airport where there's nothing to eat, Winnipeg. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, and it was just seems like it doesn't have to be funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was pissed, so I wrote a letter. 
is that part of their policies? I think it is to kind of loosen people up and have a friendly. I've seen people be funny. I've seen there's like people be very funny, but he was not funny. But he like an actual stand up set. Like he's not a comedian. He's a flight attendant who's he's supposed to help us if there's a plane crash. Yeah, (laughs) he's the guy and give you pretzels. Yeah, yeah. Yikes! So it was a bit rough. But then on the way here. Uh, Retail Dream, I passed one of my favorite shoppers, Drug Mart, makeup artist. He used to always work at the Camby Street location. He is lovely and so sweet. He does not recognize me, but when I see him, I always think uh, that I'm seeing like a local celebrity. Yeah, it's like a unicorn sighting. (laughs) I love him. He's so cool. (laughs) And he's busy like watching a YouTube video and he had coffee uh, in one hand and his phone in the other and he was walking down the street and I was like, what a nice guy. So nice. Well, I hope he listens to this podcast so he knows how cool he is. And also, like, you're destined for great things. Yeah. Does he still work there? I don't know because I don't live in that neighborhood anymore. But I'd, be, I'd like to pop in once. Twice he's, he gave me really good free samples, too. Nice. And yeah, yeah, shoppers he, can be really good for that. Yeah. they gave me. He gave me, like, a full mascara, Lancome mascara once, and a full what? Estee Lauder. <laughs> Estee Lauder. I don't even know what just happened with Hank. Hank just is really just scared himself. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the age where he starts to get scared of things because I've noticed that he's a little bit more fearful than he was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> well, and I think that's probably for the best. Like he would just run into Yeah, anything. Anything. And now he tests it out a bit first. And Hank's clearly exhausted. Like we had a very long walk here. And he's fighting it with every fiber of his being, the nap. Also, the world is a terrifying place, so I'm yeah. glad that he's learned this. Especially yeah. when you're a small puppo. Mm-hmm. Lee, do you have another retail nightmare for us? I do. Um, do you want gross or kind of funny? We want both of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll go for the the second one that happened at, at Parallel 49. Um, so I worked there for almost four years. And Whoa. yeah, it was, a, it was quite the time. Um, and... We had so many regulars and so many like weirdos come through and it was a really pretty, pretty great place to work for a long time. Um, so one night I'm closing with another coworker of mine, Una, and um, this, these guys come in and we're just like, Whoa, these guys either have a lot of pot on them right. or have been smoking a lot of pot recently. <laughs> um, and then they get some drinks. Uh, they're fine. Like we don't interact with them much. And then they leave and we're like, wait, this still really smells like pot in here. (laughs) (laughs) So what happened? And then um, we realized that someone has left a fanny pack (gasps) in the till. (laughs) Full of weed? Yeah, we like go to pick it up and it like reeks. Uh, So (laughs) Una opens it up and it's just like, it's basically like a stoner kit. There's there's weed, there's Tic Tacs, there's Ooh. some gum, there was eye drops in there. An Archie comic book. Uh, <laughs> there should have been. And we're just like, oh man, do we keep this? Yeah. yeah that was, was like, your tip. We should keep this. Uh, <laughs> so we put it under the till and it just like, for the rest of the night, the till just reeks. Um, and we're just like hiding it under there um and i'm like if someone comes back for it we have to get with them and she's like i don't know about that um <laughs> but then we get a phone call and it's this guy who sounds really high and kind of frantic right uh, <laughs> it's like um did did uh someone leave a black fanny pack uh, anywhere uh i was just there and we're like yeah yeah you did 
it's here. And uh, he's like, oh, okay, okay, I'm coming back. I'm like, well, we're closing in like five minutes. So if you're not here before we close, we're sorry, high. we're going to, you can't come back for it. He's like, okay, I'll be right there. And we're like walking to the door to lock it. <laughs> and he just races up to the door and we're like, oh, can you describe it? He's like, it's black. <laughs> and um and we're like yeah okay okay buddy <laughs> and i just like hand him his fanny pack he looks so happy but also so baked <laughs> i love it so that wasn't really a nightmare That's ultimate power it was um it was actually really really funny but uh definitely one of the f- funnier things that happened with really high people there <laughs> What a genius. Yeah. He was just lucky he got all his weed back. Yeah. You should have taken a tax, I think. Uh, I think Una would have taken it if I let her. I was still too straight laced Mm. to, like, no, we have to give people stuff back to them. I agree. But I do like that you played a little game with him because he wouldn't describe that it reeks of weed. (laughs) And there's Uh, definitely a lack of awareness when people smoke a lot, like just how much carrying weed smells. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's like you have a pocket skunk. Yeah, it should be adorable. Um, pocket skunk, skunk, oh, be the best pocket oh. skunks, pocket skunks, tiny little guys in your pocket skunks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what about a a skunk with a pocket, and inside the pocket is like a skunk, and like a, mar- that, a marsupial skunk? skunk. Oh. That would be so cute. So cute. The That'd skunks in my cute. neighborhood are off the hook. <laughs> Is that a saying? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Some Somewhere. people would say so. Be really careful. Get Skunk City in East Van. Yeah. yeah it is. Yeah. yeah. I live over there too. And I have definitely rounded a corner and been like, oh, hi, skunk. Yeah. I'm going to back away slowly. <laughs> I love it when garbage. there's like three of them and they're just rooting oh, around, having yeah. a good old fashioned root I around. Saw two skunks fighting once. No. I yes. were going to say fucking and I got so excited. <laughs> mm, they must do a lot of that. Too. Uh, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I was in a car. I was driving, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I hear the the worst noise I've ever heard. There was like screeching yeah. animal sound. Hank is licking my microphone right now and my oh, face. Hi, Hank. He You're very cute. You. Yes, hi. Um, he's like, I like to hear skunks fighting too. <laughs> um, and so we stopped the car and kind of look out. It was dark, and there's just two skunks in the middle of the road, like going at it in yeah. some way. There can only be one. Yeah. Well, I love skunks, and when I was uh, staying by myself in the woods last year for oh, a couple yeah. of days, there was a family of skunks living underneath the house oh. that I was staying in, and baby skunks are are just the one of, I mean, all baby animals, I, I can't think of any animal that isn't really cute, but baby skunks are so special. They're triangles. They are triangles. Yeah. Yeah. They are triangle. You want to hit us with that last light- nightmare? Yeah. Uh, so this is... Lightmare? A- <laughs> lightmare. It's kind of a lightmare. It's not a really dark one. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is one that I witnessed. It wasn't where I worked, but there used to be this uh, faux place on Commercial Drive that used to be another faux place. Uh, <laughs> and now I think it's a nail salon. Uh, it's like a natural about, progression. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when it was the second faux place, um, pho, sorry, I just went for dinner one night by myself. I'm just sitting there reading a book. And there was uh, two couples at another table across the restaurant. It was pretty dead that night. Um, but it looked like um, a couple with their toddler and some family friends. Okay. And the toddler was a little girl. Uh, she was kind of like wandering around the restaurant and at some point, I think uh, the mom noticed that she had a poopy diaper. Okay. So she went to the bathroom and changed her. One assumes, as one is people watching, that 
if you take the diaper off your child, you put another diaper on them. Yes. No <laughs> spare diaper? Uh, well, uh, it soon became evident there was no spare diaper. Ah. So the kid's wandering around some more, and she almost Is wanders no into the kitchen. Is there no pants on this child? She was wearing a dress. Okay. Uh, so she almost wanders in the kitchen. The owner, like, shoes her out, and the parents and their friends are just, like, having a great time chatting and not paying attention to their kid. That so, hot broth. Yep. Can't get enough. So eventually... <laughs> uh, I'm like, I start reading my book again, but then I notice that this kid is like, she's trying to get napkins off the table for her butt from somewhere else. <laughs> um, and then she starts trying to pat the floor. Uh oh. Oh no. So this little girl peed on the floor in the restaurant, and her parents have no idea. And so I can see that the owner has seen this, oh, and Jesus. like, we make eye contact, and we're both just like, oh no. So. He, like, goes and gets a mop, and finally the parents, like, spot her and are like, ah ha 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 it's so funny, our child made a mess on the floor. This is horrible. Lifetime <laughs> ban, I would. Lifetime yeah. ban from life. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't care at all that their child had peed on the floor in a restaurant. Because they probably, their friend brought the black fanny pack over. <laughs> probably, yeah. I mean, it was commercial drive. Tried so, really yeah. hard for that callback, guys. <laughs> oh, God. So then they, like, mopped it up, and the parents, like, eventually, like, collected their child and left. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going to leave you guys such a good tip tonight. Yeah. You I wonder how angel. much money I've spent just compensating for other customers' bad behavior. I don't know, but it's... I'm sure I've done that it That is too. fucking horrible. It was so gross. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm speechless. Wow. <laughs> so, a little bit of a twist. The worst present ever from a family The worst present ever from a you readily admitted that you were the worst present giver in some situations. I have been a worst present giver in more than one situation. <laughs> and I'm not even embarrassed to admit that. Uh, if presents are dumb. If anyone's ever gotten a bad present from me, I'm sorry, but I'm not that sorry. You should be better at knowing. <laughs> you should be better at telling me what you want. <laughs> Communication <laughs> is important. Um, so there was one time when I was a kid and I was probably like between six and eight. Okay, it's pretty young. And so dad gave me some money and was like, we're going shopping to get your mom something. Right. And uh, it was me and my dad and my brother. And we sometimes in the mall, there will be around Christmas time, like a gift store that just pops up for like a month. Yeah. And it was like, (laughs) here's gift crap that you can buy for people. Yeah. Haunted shit from hell. Pretty much. Um, (laughs) Weird cups. And so I probably had like 10 bucks. Yeah. So I got my mom the tiniest address book you've ever seen, <laughs> which it was rainbow and she definitely needed that. Yeah. And like a giant $2 thing of uh, bubble bath. Wow. And it was not good bubble bath. No. And that was my mom's gift for me that year. <laughs> that is a crappy gift. Yeah. It was... I. Even as a child, I felt bad about that one. I have a worst present where I was the worst present. You were the worst present? I, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> that's a given. If I'm there, I'm the worst part of being there. The um, I bought a bunch of naturally made. There used to be a place on Davies Street that made really nice uh, aromatherapy products. It's mm-hmm. called something Time or 
called the Ding Dong Emporium? Yeah, it was like you brought your dong in and then they gave it like a car wash. <laughs> they made um, it like a new car. Smell yeah. like bubble bath. And one of the stores I liked had a special on it. So I had to buy so many presents one Christmas for my boyfriend's family, like his mom, his sister, his grandmother. Like it just went on and on. And I was in school and working part time and felt really stressed to be show- showing up for Christmas with like no money or anything. And then... So I bought a bunch of shower stuff and cream and I gave it away and then found out later it had all been expired and oh, no, rancid no. and smelled terrible. <gasps> so yeah, I've and I, I have definitely given like shitty presents when I haven't known what to do or I've thought somebody would want something, but I've done that so many times because you just feel obligated to get someone something. Yeah. And then you get them something and they're unhappy with it and you're like, Whoops. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. But also, it's not your fault. It's society's fault for brainwashing you to think that you need to get, like, a present for your boyfriend's grandma. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think, like, I would really like, like the idea that you just get, you know, one present or whatever at yeah. the holidays. I like giving presents, but it's stressful for me because I feel like my fear of abandonment will work its way into just about any scenario. <laughs> any scenario. Well, you've bought me some really great soap in the past, so. Oh, thanks. Hmm. So it's time for... What's your favorite grape? Ah, what's your favorite grape? If you want to have one, you don't have to wait. What's your favorite grape? your favorite grape what is your favorite grape well the way i consume grape the most would probably be wine all right yeah so, yeah. Uh, yeah i i said i would say wine on this podcast so uh my favorite grape is probably wine but actually and you know i don't think i've had grapes at all for like years probably really? yeah yeah What's going on me too i don't know i just in. don't buy them i guess they're rich people food <laughs> <laughs> yeah grapes are really expensive they're so expensive yeah. i'll have it if there's like a fruit platter at a wedding yeah. or something <laughs> <laughs> it's a real treat there was a couple of fruit platters at some shows i did recently backstage and we destroyed those fruit platters and the grapes were the first to go yeah. I was just eating so many. I don't buy grapes because of the pesticides. The um, ones that are always on sale are like loaded with crazy yeah. chemicals. But if they're free and as part of my performance, yeah. I'll eat them until yeah. my mouth gets that like weird feeling feeling where mm. you're like, I can't taste flavor anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? An enzyme? Don't tell me. Thank you. <laughs> well, wine is an excellent choice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Uh, I hope there's more grapes in both of your lives. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I know other people have said this, but the actual favorite way for, that was a weird way to say that. Uh, <laughs> my actual favorite way to eat grapes is frozen. Wow. Oh, frozen yeah. grapes. Yeah. They're just better. They're like the sherbet texture. Kind yeah. Of yeah. I'm going to freeze some. Frozen bananas too. Better than real bananas. That's true. Bananas are awful. It, oh. Bananas turn into ice cream when you freeze them. Yeah. And then you can put them in smoothies and your smoothies don't get warm. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm a banana fan. Banana, banana hammock freak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Lee, yeah. when was the last time you used a microwave? The last time you used a microwave. Well, 
I am one of those rare people who actually owns a microwave. Oh my gosh. We must have a lot of space. Uh, I actually do have a fair amount of space uh, in my apartment. Um, But I, when I moved, I, uh, we left the microwave at the previous apartment and I moved into my own place. And I realized I don't eat leftovers unless I have a microwave. That's smart. That's man. what people have been tweeting at us. People were yeah. tweeting that at us? Yeah. People are like, I find that the good thing about a microwave is, and I'm like, I'm just really lazy about food. I, yeah. I don't think and I've ever reheated food in my life unless someone told me to do it. It's better like when things. it's cold. Yeah. I don't know. Certain like cold, that I like to, yeah. Old tuna when it gets a little crusty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ew. That's not true. Oh, yeah. I love it. I like things cold, and if I need to reheat something, I find the stove pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But there are there are some things like melting butter for baking or yeah. melting coconut oil and stuff. Like, for uh, sex. For yeah. sex. Because yeah. <laughs> it's a lubricant. Sex butter. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah, sex butter. Um, <laughs> I was interested that because it came up on online, like, what's the deal with people not having microwaves here? And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. varied. It's a space thing. Uh, I did have a really nice microwave at one point. And I spent a lot of money on it. This is a long time ago, but I I hold on to things for too long. And it broke a year after I purchased it. No. And getting rid of a microwave is not super easy when no. you don't have a car. And I became resentful and then <laughs> then realized I didn't really need one. And I do actually really like to eat things cold. Yeah. So leftover is like there's very few things I wouldn't eat cold. I make a lot of soup and I like soup to be hot. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah. I was just going to say soup. Yeah soup i'll um, reheat that on the i've been stove. on a nacho kick lately oh so you could those are great yeah. in the microwave yeah um i actually made a quesadilla today but i didn't make it in the microwave made it in the oven good for you yeah. in the oven yeah not on the stove nope whoa My frying pan was dirty i didn't want to wash it <laughs> <laughs> Life Amazing. Is hard. yeah but the actual last time i used a microwave was yesterday and i re- just reheated some leftovers yeah. Yeah. That's an excellent point that it keeps you eating well. Mm-hmm. I think I watch the TV show The Leftovers more than I eat actual leftovers. Well, Jay eats <laughs> all the food, right? Yeah. Yeah. I live by myself, so there's no one else to eat all the... If I eat, make a big batch of something, I have to eat it or throw it away. I don't like throwing food away. No, it's awful. Yeah. It happens, but it's awful. Just give it to Jay. He'll eat all the food. I'll just bring all my leftovers over here. Yeah, just put it in a funnel <laughs> through our window. Yeah. <laughs> Hank is now whining because I took my hair clip away from him. <laughs> yeah. No, he like he loves hair clips. Uh, for the listener, if you want to donate some hair clips to us, uh, don't. Um, <laughs> but Hank weird. loves banana clips and hair clips. And he accidentally found one of mine a few weeks ago. And he never broke it. But I do keep my eye on him when he's playing with it. Because it does seem like an accident waiting to happen. Very scary toy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Over the past couple of weeks, things have become a little bit more laid back. Like I give him a socks I actually care about just to give me a break from playing with him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um <laughs> All right, let's do Puppo of the Week. Puppo of the Week. Yeah. Hey, Lee, what's your, who's your Puppo of the Week? Um, well, I have one like legit Puppo of the Week that I met today. And I have several Puppo shoutouts that I have to do. Yeah, of course. Legally yeah. obligated. Um, so shout out to Indiana Bones, who's <laughs> a dog uh, that is uh, my friend Lucas's. Sadly, star. I've never met Indy because uh, she lives in Victoria okay. with her people, but I would like to meet her one day. Also, there was a, um, did you guys see that video of the 
the cows and the beaver. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so good. So both that beaver and those cows are my puppos. Great choice. <laughs> I really liked how that video was subtitled. It was so slow yeah. and suspenseful. It was like dot, 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 bovine. Yes. <laughs> Anytime anyone uses the word bovine, I lose my mind. And uh, obviously Hank is one of my puppos because I finally got to meet him today and he's super sweet. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, he, never I... <laughs> no, he, he never calmed down. He never really did. calmed down. That's okay. Um, and I got to do one more shout out. Actually, I have two. Sorry. I just have so many <laughs> Don't be sorry. I just love animals. <laughs> um, so the fellow who I have been seeing for the last few months has a cat <laughs> whose name is Twitch, but mostly just gets called Cat. And he's oh. the softest cat. And he loves me so much. Oh, nice. Uh, I don't know so much about the fellow, but the cat, I will keep. <laughs> don't listen to this. <laughs> don't listen to this. Yes, Wh- exactly. What is Twitch? slash cat look like um he is a gray tabby Ooh, yeah. does he have you. a letter m on his forehead uh some tabbies know. do some don't he likes to headbutt me a lot okay and uh his name is twitch because he like has weird twitches sometimes and his Aww. tail has a little kink in it Aww. um and he's basically the greatest cat um, oh, fluffo and then got a shout out to bert macklin and minu who are my friend who uh lives in oregon those are his his kitties and they're super cute. And then my actual puppo uh, <laughs> is the Pomeranian that I met today at spin class at Ride Cycle Club. There was this dog at the class? Oh, yeah. Instructor? He was just sitting. I wish he was <laughs> the uh, pup structure. A little headset <laughs> on? Uh, I wish. Um, his name was Theo. And he was just he was just chilling out at the, the desk in the front, just uh, getting pets and uh, getting some treats and, and greeting everybody. And he was so cute. That is really cute. He was really calm for a palm. Yeah, yeah. they can be really mellow. I think they, it's yeah, just... they calm down once they're they feel safe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they're n- normally like uh, like they're on a lot of cocaine. Yes, yeah. They can. I think people just with small dogs they don't often train them properly. Mm. Maybe they're just high strung, but maybe they're just not. Tra- I don't know. Anyway, I've known a couple of really sweet. Pomeranian. Basically, all humans' fault. Yeah, the dogs are blameless because they're amazing creatures. Alicia, who's your puppo? My puppo is Hank. (laughs) (laughs) He objects. (laughs) Who's uh, crying in the background because I don't know why. Um, But he started doing this jump where he really catches a lot of air. Like he can jump really high and really far, and his ears flow backwards, and you can see the inside (laughs) of them for a moment. So he's my puppo. That's fucking majestic. I think he's everyone's puppo now. Yeah. So is your puppo, Jess? I've got a few. Okay. Okay. So there's this bee that has, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure it's like millions of different bugs, but flies onto my window because I've got a lot of plants in the windowsill. I think is trying to pollinate the plants, even though there's no flowers because I'm not that good at horticulture. Uh, flies in, bounces off, tries one more time, then flies away. So I hear Aww. the first like, <laughs> and then I look and I see it try a second time and then flies away. Oh, it's and, not a hummingbird. No, it's not a hummingbird, but I did see a hummingbird mm. recently Me too. outside my balcony. My other puppo, my real puppo is there's a bunch of plants that have started growing in my lawn that I guess the tree in front of my building dropped a bunch of nuts last year and they all planted themselves. Baby trees. So now I guess my landlady said it's an ash tree. 
Oh, beautiful. It looks like my yard is full of lily pads and it's amazing. But of course, the owners of the building don't like it. So they're going to just mow it down. Right. But my landlady told me I could take as many of them as I wanted. So I went through and I've been pulling them all up and I'm going to try and plant them like a weird lady. <laughs> uh, like I'm like stealing little seedlings. Where are you going to put them? I don't know. In a box, <laughs> window box. And if they grow big, maybe then I'll try and put Maybe them somewhere else make them into bonsai trees oh yeah just like a, some sort of sick torture where i'm like no you can never be big you yes. <laughs> must always be small i also went to an alpaca farm on the weekend what? so there's that too whoa I know you mentioned you didn't take any pictures, which I think is really cool. I didn't take a single picture while I was there. But you have the pictures in your heart and in your mind. I also went the year before and I took pictures then. So it's yeah. like, same alpacas. They haven't oh, really same. changed that much. What do people do with alpacas? They raise them for their wool? Their wool, yeah. And that shit do people is people eat them? Pricey. Yeah, they sell the meat there, which is like, guys. I'm not really into. Guys. There was also chickens there and they're really cute. Oh, chickens are cool. Fed them some dandelions. But that's about it. Those are all great puppos. Yeah. So this is the podcast. Uh, Lee, thanks Sweet. so much for being on. What yeah. a great guest. Thank you for um, having so me. So if people want to see your boxing match, yes. there's still tickets available. It's April 29th. How do they find tickets? Um, I'm going to tweet the link uh, tonight. Okay. Um, so it's just at Lee Eldridge um on twitter and on instagram um you can also just go on to i think they're just on the east side boxing website and all the money goes to all the proceeds all, go to yeah the east, east side yeah, boxing east and um there's people from victoria too so mm, there's count. also the um victoria boxing club i think okay. i'm probably getting that wrong i'm sorry victoria i don't know anything about you that's okay we can look at your <laughs> link and we can find out the yeah. information You're um, not responsible so for everything. both are nonprofits. <laughs> Eastside boxing specifically um is located in chinatown and they do programs for kids and youth and women uh in the downtown east side oh, and wow. they're like lgbtq friendly and they do free uh, self-defense classes and like after school programs for That's kids wonderful. they're all free and they feed them and like basically like That's learn skills magical. and yeah they're <laughs> really great a wonderful group of people and i feel good making money for them that's awesome yeah so you said how we can find you on Twitter, how we can find you on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So do that. And guys, let's go see her box. It sounds yeah. so, it sounds hor horrifying and cool at the same time. <laughs> Plus, then it's not just I me. heard nobody's wearing shirts. It's not just me. There's uh, going to be a bunch of other fighters from all sorts of breweries uh, all over Vancouver. And uh, tickets are $40. I think beers all night are going to be $5. There's going to be beers Whoa. from like yeah. a whole bunch of different breweries. So it's going to be... And if you don't drink beer, I'm sure there's something else to be consumed. Yeah. Also, yeah. I'll have my fanny pack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, watch Rocky. It's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia, do you have anything to plug besides mm -hmm. my butthole? <laughs> no, thank you. You're going to be like, I want to try that. And then I do. You're going to be like, I don't I feel sad. Um, so I am on Graham Clark's quiz show at Ooh. the Fox on May 12th. So come to that. It's my only comedy show that I have booked. The book that Charlie announced last week is getting officially announced soon. So buy my book in 2019. Awesome. The working title is An Uneducated Guest by Alicia Tobin. And it's a, a bunch of essays that I'm writing about life and my experiences, uh, all personal essays about my worldview, which you all know is uh, sad and silly. It's like your <laughs> blog, but now a book. Yeah, totally. Your blog that you wrote three posts f or four or five 
over the years and I was like, I'm going to make this a bookmark on my toolbar. <laughs> and I check back every now and then. And I'm like, no, I would have known. <laughs> he would have told me if this was a thing. That's exciting. I love your writing. You are good. Thank you. <laughs> you uh, are good. Well, this has been a lovely evening. Thank you for spending your Wednesday with us. I know you yeah, work a lot. To. So really appreciate you making the time. And Jessica, thanks for opening your heart and your home. My butthole. Stop it. <laughs> I can't okay. help it. Everybody, goodbye. Bye. Bye.